Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and today I'm happy to have Nell Tice on the on the on the line on the show not on the line <laughs> well this is not 1998 where we're doing a conference call and we're recording this this did is you pull out the cans with the string right <laughs> cool. i just dated myself 1998 oh god i don't think it, i don't think i have any listeners that come from 1998 i think they're all i don't know <laughs> but anyways uh now thank you so much for being a guest on the show we're going to be sharing the stage in december but we're going to get to that later uh, for, yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself to my audience, please? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Nell and uh, Nell Tice, and um, I am super excited to be on today's episode. I am a video editor. I am a coach. I am a best-selling author. I am anything I I want to be. <laughs> I like that. No limitations, um, and that's funny because it roots back to uh, one of my earlier guests. Uh, Karun Blackson, who says, you just surrender and just be what you want. Don't limit yourself. Yeah. So I like how you just like, I'm this, I'm this, and I'm whatever I want to be. That is like, <laughs> that's the true entrepreneurial spirit right there. That sure is. Yeah. If you if you don't have that spirit when you're an entrepreneur, I'm afraid to say, I think things are going to be a little more difficult for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, why, how did you get started? Like, so you, you started off as a videographer, a videographer. Or video editor, I'm guessing. Of sorts, yes. Of sorts. <laughs> yeah, so my husband and I started a travel blog on YouTube in 2019, the end of 2019. Smart time to start it. Oh, yeah. Very Perfect. smart. Perfect timing. <laughs> so we thought, you know, we're just going to travel as much as we can. And I started editing all of our videos. And we thought we were going to have this super successful travel blog. And then all of a sudden, bam, you know. Here we are two years later. That's not the case. <laughs> How's that travel uh, vlog going? Uh, it's it's going. It's going <laughs> slow. We did everything from home renovation to cooking to, every, you know, you just keep doing it. You just yeah, got to keep going. Just keep putting out the content and hopefully something cooks. Yes, exactly. So in the throes of the pandemic, we decided I was going to purchase a camera to get to know how to use it. And, you know, in the two weeks that it takes to flatten the curve, I will be an expert. Yeah. <laughs> Only takes two weeks to be an expert. That's what I heard. Yes. Two weeks. And, uh, you know, then two weeks turned into two years. And I started using the camera to photograph um, some things for family members and friends. I did a wedding and added to my portfolio and we decided to start my or our business <laughs> enticing media uh so i was just unhappy enough in my job to walk in one day and say i quit i'm done <laughs> was there a fear for that moment when you walked in or had it been like you know what this is this needed to happen no it was it totally needed to happen so i actually didn't leave that moment what I did was I went in that day and I had no idea that I was doing this. Oh. I We were in a meeting and something happened. Something voice in my head was like, you got to do it. You got to do it now. And I was like, okay. So I said to my boss, I said, I'm leaving at the end of the year. And she said, thank you for the notice. 
So how early in the year was this? Was it like December or was it January? No. So it was March. Okay. Um, March of 2021 was when I did that. And I left in at December 31st was my last day of 2021. And I still like as of December 9th, because that's when I signed on with my coach, um, uh, Kyle Slaymaker. <laughs> yes, the guy who will speak a little bit more. Yes, yes. And uh, up until then, I didn't have a plan. It was like, time's ticking. I got to figure this out. I don't know what I'm going to do, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. And since that time, you have a best selling book, uh, mm-hmm. an amazing career, and you're getting to speak at a huge event. Yeah. So that's something I never even saw coming. So I went into this thinking, okay, I'm going to be a video editor. And I ended up doing a little more videography than I thought I would be doing photography too. And I ended up getting into that space with speaking and just meeting these people and awesome people. And all of a sudden I'm signed up for four events. It's like, wow. Four events. Wow. Your first year, not even your full first year doing entrepreneurial stuff. And you, you've hit it with four speaking events. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you too. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the, the elephant in the room, uh, Mr. Kyle <laughs> Slaymaker. Um, two-time best-selling author, you know, you know, veteran and all these fun things that he has under his hat. Uh, Mm -hmm. He invited us to the Slay Your Day event Yes, uh, to be speakers. I'm speaking on podcasts and brand building. What are you speaking on? I am speaking on pivoting from that nine to five job to full-time entrepreneurship. Makes sense since you're the the one who's closest to it, you know, you, you, <laughs> you're only five months out of uh, your nine to five and you're already frigging racking up the wins bigger and bigger. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a rookie. <laughs> you're still, you're, you got more belts, you got more talks under your belt than I do. I, I mean, this is going to be my first live uh, talk. I just do virtual talks. That's my <laughs> life. I'm, I'm so ter- I'm so terrified to talk in front of a group. Why? I think it's exciting. Like it, it's it's exciting. Don't get me wrong. I'm super excited. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, this is going to be amazing. But then on the flip side, you're like, I have to speak for like <laughs> thirty to sixty minutes on a topic. Like, don't get me wrong. I know podcasting. I know how to use it for brand building. But right. usually when I'm talking, there's not an audience, or if the audience oh. is there, I don't see them. Yeah. So it's like. There could be no one watching. I'm fine with that. There could be a billion people watching. I'm fine with that. I don't see them. And then I get up on that stage. There's going to be at least 100 to 150 people looking at me. You're right. You're right. Now, here's here's some good news, though. If the lighting is right, maybe you won't even see the audience. I'm hope, I'm praying that they got just <laughs> one spotlight right on me so I don't have to see anything. But You'll be blinded. You'll be, you'll be like, I can't see any of you. But I can't see any of you. I'm hoping you're all there. And it's not everybody just pranked me. Uh, like no one's walking prank. out. Yeah, everybody walks out just as I come on stage. Can't see it. That's something Kyle would do, I feel. I feel Kyle would do that to prank uh, one of us. But Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I already have an opener planned for that particular event where I oh. make fun of him. So sorry, Kyle. There you go. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make, uh, since it's my first place. I don't think first time doing it and he's being gracious enough to allow me to speak for the first time. I don't think I'm going to be making fun of him too much. Yeah. Or maybe one or two jokes in there, but, uh, yeah. 
it's I think interesting. he would be disappointed if I didn't make fun of him. Yeah, of course, coming from uh, you, his his protege, if you will. Yeah. Um, what was the why that you decided? Like, why did that voice pop up in your head and say, hey, you need to quit? Yeah. So the why is just, I was so incredibly unhappy and unfulfilled with what I was doing. I was a chief operations officer of a coffee and tea company at the time. And look, the money was good, but the money's not what it's all about. And I needed freedom. I needed to be able to express myself creatively because that's who I am. I'm just a creative person. I wanted input with marketing and social media and all of the stuff that goes into running the fun parts of a business. And I just, I wasn't going anywhere. And I had some tough experiences with uh, the owner of the business and she and I didn't always see eye to eye. Um, So that pretty much led me to a place where I said to myself, you have to do something about this. You can't just go home and complain every day and not do anything. And that's, that became really annoying to me. (laughs) People I knew would say, Oh, I hate my job. Oh my gosh, it's awful. And wouldn't even give me an excuse. Like I hate my job, but it pays for things that I love to do. People that just would continuously complain and never do anything about it. And I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people. And so I, had many discussions with my husband about it before I actually did it. And I just never envisioned actually going in and saying, Hey, I did it. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing he was unaware March of last year that you went, uh, I quit in December. <laughs> Smile. I said, you come home and you're like, so honey, I have some news. Uh, we got to get this business running. Yeah. So the, the, to make things even more interesting is the oh, fact God. that we worked together. <laughs> so yeah, he was, um, he still is the coffee roaster at that company. And uh, so basically all I had to do was just say, yeah, um, we had a meeting and I left, I ended the meeting by saying uh, my last day is on December 31st. And he was like, huh? What? (laughs) He was like in the middle of the roast. He was like, I will, I will talk about this later. (laughs) We'll talk when we get home. Uh, I got coffee. I can't burn because if I burn it, we're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, that's something you probably don't want to really spring on a on a roaster in the middle of their roast uh, that you're yeah. quitting December 31st. I don't I can't say that look, I've done some really cool things, but I'm not the best at time management. <laughs> Exhibit A, quitting in Jan uh, in March and leaving in December. That's yeah. great time management. <laughs> oh yeah, it's absolutely perfect. Um, you know, it just seemed like a clean break to do it at the end of the year. So, <laughs> I was thinking about time time <laughs> sure we'll, we'll go with that we'll go with that it was a it was a very good time management system there you had in place exactly <laughs> um so when you just when you finally quit i'm guessing from march to december you were trying to drum a business trying to find yeah. a coach and all that uh, because i'm pretty sure you didn't want to start january 1st with zero clients zero everything because that's a uh... scary start well... did you start <laughs> you started didn't you you started january <laughs> with zero everything didn't you So I had a couple of clients that I had continuously worked with and built up a little bit of a relationship with. 
mostly through real estate photography and things like that. So it was definitely nothing that was going to pay the bills. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Um, but we had, so my husband was super into setting up like home theater systems and um, like television sound surrounds and things like that. So he did a lot of business in that sense. That was also part of enticing media while we were trying to drum up business and get customers. And it kind of seemed like, well, this doesn't really fit into what I'm doing. So maybe we should let that part of the business go or do something else with that. And then I'll just focus on the videography and video editing and that's what it'll be. So that's kind of where we ended up was just letting go of that part of the business and then focusing on the video editing part. So when it comes to video editing, yeah. like I, I've done some video editing. I have, I, I don't have much experience. I, I can cut and paste pretty much. <laughs> uh, I may be able to use DaVinci Resolve and make, may, I made some funny videos, but if you ask me to do a few full thing, it's not happening. Um, <laughs> I don't have the patience for it. It's, it's a lot of work. That's what I love. I love it. Oh, no, I get, uh, I need to constantly be moving. Like, that's why I love conversations. Like, podcasting is the perfect thing for me. I get to have a conversation. My mind's engaged. When you're editing, it's like, it's so tedious. Oh, my gosh. It's incredibly tedious. I will listen to, one of my favorite parts of editing is music. And then taking that music and overlapping it with some other sound bite or something and then doing like the crescendos and then tailoring the music to the clip. So it is an expression of that clip. And I will listen to something 20,000 times to get something right perfectly on the beat. Like it's just, I can sit there for four hours straight and somebody would have to tap me on the shoulder and be like, uh, you done yet? And I'd be like, where are we? What happened? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> wow. That's some dedication. That's that, that proves that you, you, you do a perf, uh, as perfect of a job as you can with the technology and the equipment that you have. I do. I, I do. And I put so much love and care into it. And I probably put more into it than I should from a time management standpoint. <laughs> you're getting but, better. You're getting better. You're only four yeah. months. You're only five months in. It's fine. It's fine. Exactly. You'll, get, you'll build your time management. You exactly. can talk to Kyle about that. I'm pretty sure he's good with time management. Yeah, he's great with it. <laughs> um, poor Kyle. Um, when is, when is, okay, so we know we're having Slayer Day in December, which mm-hmm. is going to be huge, which yeah. kind of is like an anniversary for you. Um, yeah. Well, think about it. You did you did leave your previous job. And so when you're leaving your previous job, you get to talk about pivoting on the close to the anniversary. So it's kind of a yeah, it's a huge thing for you. It is. It is a huge thing. And honestly, the bigger the biggest thing about this is the fact that the very hotel that the event is going to be at is the exact hotel that I used to stay at when I would do tea expos uh, every year. And I would do like seminars and things like that, not at the hotel, but that's where we would stay. And I just have so many memories of being at that hotel for like meetings with clients and things like that. And now I'm going back to this exact hotel to talk about my new uh, life basically. It's just, it's so wild 
how everything just comes full circle. Oh yeah, no, it's it, it's insane. Like I'm I'm seeing it happen to me now with like the the advances in my career, getting the chat chance to talk at events and this, and my podcast being winning awards and all that. But it's like, yeah. it's so weird because it's like last year I didn't think this was going to happen, and then it all of a sudden happens, and you're like, what what's next? Like, hey. but what is next for you now? Like you're still early in your career. Where are we going? Like if I snap my fingers, we're five years <laughs> down the road. We're five years down the road. I'm a multi-billionaire. We'll, we'll forget about me. What is Mel oh. doing? Nice I like to think can... I shoot very far for the start. I'm like, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> no. uh, what is Nell doing, though? What is Nell up to in enticing media? Oh, so Nell, I think in five years, is going to be full swing video editing, like people on her team doing projects for people. But I'm also a coach. And... I want to be coaching people because I have this distinct need to help people succeed and I want to see people win. And I think that's just something that I didn't really see before because the coffee and tea industry is so competitive and there are so many industries that are, and Mm -hmm. it just was constantly like a protect your recipe, hold everything close to the bone type situation. And now it's like, you know, we talk about sharing knowledge that was something I was not used to at all. And now I just want to share and I just want to receive. And, you know, it's just, I think we can all learn so much from each other and there's so much room and so much success for everyone. It's like, why not just help each other out? It's true. It's funny because I come from the corporate world as well. (laughs) Um, Not the tea and coffee world. Um, I come from the finance world, the business, the banking world. And it is like, so guarded secrets. It's like, we can't let them know how we do this. We can't let them know this. We can't release this. And then when they release a product, the uh, the the customer knows before the, the actual employee. I know. And you're like, why didn't you tell us like an hour before? Right. Send us that email an hour before saying, hey, we're launching this th- at this time. Yeah. FYI, if there's an increase in calls. No, we get the call <laughs> and we're like, so I heard about this product. I'm like, Wow, that's that that sounds amazing. Who offers it? Oh, we do. <laughs> we offer that. Give me a second. You know, yes. like, but whereas being a coach, being an entrepreneur in the digital space, we're like throwing the a whole procedure. We're giving you the like dirty secrets. Like we're giving you everything, and people are like, yeah. Why are they giving us everything? It's because that's how it works. Yeah. It it kind of feels a little like is that too much? Was it TMI? You know, but honestly, I mean, we can all grow from it and none of us are going to be any less successful because I told you that I use a three-step meditation guide every morning. You know, it's, it's kind of like, get over yourself. Yeah, no, it's not, (laughs) it's not that proprietary. It's been going on for centuries, Yes, you know, but yeah, no, I love I love the openness. It's more communal, I find. Like all the coaches help each other because they're like, yeah. "Hey, I tried this. Maybe it'll work for you." You know, because uh-huh. you get those we get on the calls and that just to chit chat. Because that's our this is our industry. Like coaches exactly. are our industry, so we need to talk with our colleagues. It's, it's one giant company if we think about it. It's so true. And how do you how do you pass on new information, new knowledge, and new everything to your own clients if you don't get that somewhere? You don't learn that that knowledge. It just is, 
It is so cool. That's the, I think the biggest thing that I've learned since joining this entire community is that everyone is there for you. No one's going to let you fail. And it's just being a coach in that space is so empowering. It is. It, it, when you're helping others, others want to help you Yes. because they see that they're like, well, she's passing on or he's passing or they are passing on the knowledge. They're not keeping it for themselves. Like it's Midas's gold that I know have it because you'll use it somehow that I'll never be able to use it. Right. You know, like exactly. I produce podcasts, like there's some podcasts I produce that I'm, I'm not going to talk about sports. I know nothing about sports, <laughs> but That's I, produce... a, I don't believe you don't know anything about hockey. Okay, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> so I have a rugby Jersey there. I'm a Habs fan. Like I know hockey, <laughs> but like I, I produce a, a, a fighting podcast. I don't know anything about fighting. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. I like watching UFC, but that's about it. Right. But right. apart from that, it's like, no, I don't want to be on a podcast like this, but I'll share my knowledge with you so that yep. your podcast can be the number one podcast, you know, in that industry. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel. Like, it's just it's very cool and it's very different. And it's just I love it. So. If you had to give a tip, since you're still so fresh out of the boat from the nine to five, <laughs> um, I'm going to keep, keep doing that. You're fresh until you fresh have a year. I think you're, yeah, you're fresh <laughs> off the boat. You're, you're like landed in the new world of entrepreneurship. Um, I, like I feel metaphors. like my grandparents fresh off the boat. <laughs> uh, yeah. In essence, you are. You're, you're going into yeah. a new world, you know. Um, what tip do you have for someone who's thinking about like going, hey, Screw the nine to five because you're talking about pivoting. Mm -hmm. So this is a great thing. So they, they can get a tease for the uh, the actual conversation we're going to have down in yes. uh, Slay Your Life. What is a tip that you have for someone thinking about jumping, doing that pivot? So my tip would be do not ever give up. There are going to be, I mean, and it's so cliche, but... I have literally had some of the darkest moments of my life in these past five months. Like, and I go from literal, I don't know if I even want to be on this earth doing this right now to, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I feel like a celebrity. I feel like I just won a million dollars and it, it, the ups and downs are so incredible and nothing prepares you for them nothing. You can have a coach sit there and tell you like Kyle did for me and say that this is going to be the wildest ride of your life. And you can hear all of that and you can ingest that, but nothing prepares you for actually experiencing that. And those moments where you're sitting in the corner <laughs> crying <laughs> in the dark, because I do that probably weekly, um, those are the it's a weekly ritual. It's it a is weekly ritual. exactly. It's part of the uh, it's part of the plan. <laughs> it's, it's the time management plan. Yeah. <laughs> so those moments, if you can make it through and not give up, and it's so hard, so hard. You just have to know the right people to call. You need to have the people surrounding you support you and lift you up. If you can get through those moments, that's when it counts. And do not just don't give in to those moments. You cannot give up. It's so, oh, I can't tell you how many times it's literally been on the tip of my tongue to say, I'm done. I'm done. And I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going back to my old life. I'm going to start an OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I never do that. 
Well, no. Well, there's multiple different types of OnlyFans. There's, yes. the, you know, the adult version of OnlyFans, um, which is how many people know about OnlyFans. And if you don't know about right. OnlyFans, congrats, you yes. didn't fall into the time warp. But there's a lot of celebrities using OnlyFans without doing mm. the adult stuff, you know. Yeah. Because you can support and get that background, uh, that, uh, you know, next level communication with your audience. But uh, I true. think, yeah, staying away from the OnlyFans until it's a last resort <laughs> is probably best. You know, and there, well, there's also wiki feet. You could do that. And I have some pretty gnarly looking feet. So I'm sure there's a market out there for somebody. I'm pretty sure there's a market for everybody with at least eight with close to eight billion people on the planet. There is at least a thousand people that will be like, I want to see Nell's feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully they're not listening. Well, I kind of hope they are listening to the podcast, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know if I want them as my audience. No, no, this is not uh, this is not that type of podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not talking feet or the fetishes of feet. That's another podcast that I possibly will host. Why not? Oh. I just I love podcasts. Um, yeah. And if you're the podcast mogul, you need to have at least a billion podcasts. I think that's the rule. I think yeah, that's the rule. That comes with the definition of mogul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now. What has been your favorite moment, though, so far in your in your short career as an entrepreneur? <laughs> you know, fresh off the boat. Uh, no, ser- uh, in all seriousness, you've been doing this probably more than a year uh, on and off because you had that YouTube channel yeah. and all that. But what has been your favorite moment so far? Oh, gosh, my favorite moment was the moment I was out to dinner. Um, I think it was the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. I released my book and I, my coach, Kyle, was telling me kind of how to keep up with the rankings and everything. And I would constantly, I was like in front of my computer all day, hitting refresh. It just wasn't hitting. And I, it looked to me like nobody had bought it. But I had these people texting me and saying, oh, I just bought your book. Oh, I'm so excited. And I was like, something's wrong. Something's going on here. And he's like, it's okay. Like, it's probably delayed. It's fine. And it had snowed that day and I think my husband was like let's go out for dinner and I was like you're nuts it snowed and (laughs) so he convinced me it took us like an hour to go 15 minutes down the road and we walk in the door met a couple of friends and my phone kept ringing and I was like I'm out of dinner you know I gotta set boundaries and then I just I looked down at my my watch and I realized it was Kyle and I was like all right he keeps calling me for a reason I better answer so I answered and he said, how does it feel to be a number one best-selling author? And I was like, stop, you're joking. And he was like, I'm dead serious. And he sent me the photos and I started crying in front of like four families waiting to sit down at their tables <laughs> at this restaurant. And I was like, I'm so sorry, people. <laughs> but I will never forget the feeling of that. It was just, I it was incredible and that's the type of feeling that just totally trumps the dark moments and you just you can't stop smiling you're still crying your friends are like are you okay you're gonna be able to eat like (laughs) you're not having a nervous breakdown are you like you're not turning into the joker right you just and i was shaking like it was just it was amazing i had never accomplished something in my life like that that i was so proud of and it just the fact that other people wanted to hear my story and paid money to hear it was just like, it's mind blowing. 
I can only imagine it's my mom. I haven't yet to be a, a best-selling author, but I've had multiple of them on my show, like you're included into that list. And Kyle, of course. Like but it's wild. it's insane. <laughs> it, I, 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 I'm generally excited to have that feeling. Um, to see you will. You will. I know I will. It's it's a matter of time. I have a lot of stories. Whether they're good or not <laughs> is completely irrelevant. Uh, but someone will buy it. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm uh, sure they're fantastic, and they need to get out there. So let's let's get on that, shall we? Oh, they, they, they're, it's slowly starting. My book is slowly starting. I have one little pamphlet of a book t- telling people how to start a podcast. Oh, um, but yeah, go. yeah, it's a very simple, basic, 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 basic book. <laughs> um, not even worthy of talking about. Um, oh. Everybody has that one book that they've written. They're like, oh. Watch it become a bestseller overnight now after this episode See? drops, right? Everybody's listening to it. There you go. <laughs> and of course, the links will be in the show notes down below. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> buy it today. <laughs> buy it today and get 50% off. So get it for free. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's the generally how I do everything. Everything's for free. Um, that's how you win, right? Everything yeah. give, away, give away everything for free, and then someone will pay you. Exactly. Uh, no, um, what what are you looking forward to the most in this journey? Oh, that's a good question. I tend to have those from time to time. <laughs> I mean. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to meeting people. I I just love meeting people and chatting. Honestly, one of my favorite things to do is podcasting. Um, yes, let's talk about your podcast as well. What the Nell? Yeah. Uh, since you brought it up, uh, but f- first, yeah, finish. Did it finish? Yeah, no. I honestly meeting new people, meeting people that I can help inspire. I I'm really looking forward to that. You know, just the fact that someone might actually take a piece of advice that I have to give is really empowering. You know, I'm also looking forward to making some money at some point. You know, money's nice. I don't we all look nice. forward to that? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I just want to meet, I want to meet new people. I want to inspire them. And I want to be able to use some of what I experienced for the better. And I just did a radio show recently and we talked about gratitude and gratitude is not just about thanking people for their time or their money or anything. It's not all just about that. It's also about being thankful for the things that happened to you that maybe weren't the most positive. And instead of saying, I can't believe this happened oh my gosh, like, I wish it were better or something like that. Instead, you could try saying, thanks for that. I needed that. That was a lesson. That's something that I could pass on to someone else. Or that experience with that person was not fantastic. But thank you for that. Because I'm going to use that to help make someone else's life better. So I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting people that I can help inspire the most i love that that's a great mission oh my god (laughs) great and now you launched what the now what was the what 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 is what the now what what is this podcast all about so what the now is really getting down to the bottom of what the now is going on here i mean whatever we're talking about 
in the episode is just learning more, figuring out, you know, just gaining knowledge. And at the end of each episode, when I remember, because I'm terrible at this, (laughs) I like to ask each guest to tell us a story, not necessarily about the topic at hand. Um, Tell us a story about something quirky that happened to you, something funky, something leaving the listener thinking, what the Nell just happened? (laughs) Like, what? That actually happened? That's real? (laughs) Those things did occur in my life. Yes. I think we could all just use, you know, a good quality, funky, what the Silly story, story. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It lightens up the mood. Because if you're having this serious conversation, then you flip it at the end, you get this hilarious comical event that happens. Everybody's like, oh, so he is, or this person is normal. They're not, they're not like this superstar. They're not this, like it's showing the faults in the people and it allows people to realize, oh, I can accept the faults in myself. Exactly. I mean, we all have faults. Why not just celebrate them? Laugh at yourself. I mean, geez, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? No one. Apparently the rule is if you can't laugh at yourself, you're not allowed to laugh at anybody else. That's why I always laugh at myself. I, uh, I mean, you have to, you can't take yourself too seriously. You just can't. I did that for 10 years. It was not fun. Right? I did that for about the same amount of time. Yeah, it's the corporate world. The corporate world makes you think you can be, you have to be serious all the time and you forget that. No, life is made to laugh. Pretty sure the Greeks are looking at us going, what's wrong with you? You have technology (laughs) that can do all the work. You should be just eating grapes and having and drinking wine. What's wrong with you? Ooh, eating. uh, Can we add cheese to that? Yeah, of course. I don't know (laughs) if the Greeks had cheese. So I went with grapes because I always remember them like just from high school. They had feta. Had feta? Okay, fine. Yeah. We can go with feta. I'm not a huge fan of feta, but hey, if I get to eat feta and grapes and lounge around drinking wine, I will be okay with life. If that, you know what? If the Greeks want us to do that, that's what we shall do. I'm down for it. Um, except for the togas, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be too cold for a toga here. Oh. Slightly too cold. It's, uh, maybe we're getting into toga. toga season here. Yeah, it's slightly <laughs> toga season here, but like we spent eight months in non-toga weather. Um, yeah with up to our knees in uh, cold things called snow. Um, and it gets Ew. like negative 40. So that's about negative 40 for you as well. Yeah. Um, it's cold here. We don't yeah. like to- togas. Togas are not our friends in winter. No, no. I've been to Montreal one time. Ooh, when? One time. Uh, whew, it was probably about eight years ago now. Okay. And uh, Did you come in the winter? Because if you came in the winter, did. that doesn't count. Oh, you silly, silly did. goose. I didn't even... Okay, the only time I was actually on the street was when I went from my cab into the hotel. And then everything else that I did, we went through these like underground tunnels. Oh, yes. We have an underground <laughs> city. We have an underground city. Montreal it is so no. Good. Yes. We have the largest underground city. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> you can go from one end of St. Catherine pretty much to the other end of St. Catherine through our underground, either using the metro or our underground tunnels. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. I mean, it was like we were in this mall area. There were there was like a food court, yeah, and something else. And I just remember seeing like these stairways to like the daylight, and it was snowing. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm not going out there. Oh no, I'm no, staying down here. <laughs> danger outside healthy safety inside yes, yes. <laughs> so that was the experience i was only there for two or three days but i mean it looked beautiful oh yeah it, it's beautiful in winter 
when you're inside, toasty warm with mm-hmm. hot cocoa, wrapped mm-hmm. in a blanket, looking outside the, the vast emptiness of the white wall of snow you see. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Summer's a little better. We're, we're like a child with ADHD uh, <laughs> in summer. We have festivals every week. It's insane. I heard that. I heard the jazz festivals. We have the like... jazz. We have the Just for Last. We have... I don't know. I don't know how many festivals we have. Those are the two I know of. But like, there's things like every Sunday there's some an event on our the Mount Royal, which is how Montreal got its name. Mm-hmm. There's there's tons of stuff going on, and like I said, it, you'll just be completely befuzzled by like, oh yeah, we have F1, we have Grand Prix coming up. Oh gosh, yes. Not looking forward to that. Uh, that uh, they had that in um, I think Baltimore one year because. I'm from Baltimore and um or it was some sort of Formula One race. It, I think it was the electric, because I know we had the electric and we had okay. the regular Grand Prix, and the electric one took down most of our downtown. Canadian Montrealers yeah. were not happy with that. Oh, <laughs> we were not happy with I that. Can imagine. <laughs> so Montreal has two seasons, winter and construction. <laughs> okay, that's the only two seasons Montreal has. On top of it, construction plus electrical grand prix cutting off main parts of our downtown so you're not able to drive downtown and also driving downtown already is a a, a nightmare yeah because we only have one ways like most of our streets are one ways oh my gosh so yeah like you miss your turn you have to go down like three streets turn around come back go back up and you're like just did a giant yui for no reason uh but yeah so you have to come during the summer it's yeah. definitely a, a sight to see in the summer where it's it's humid as hell, uh, but it's fun. It's fun. I will do that. I will do that. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> All right. We're coming to the end here, uh, Nell, and after an amazing conversation. And uh, as most of my audience know, I'm a voracious reader of books. I love reading because mm. that's where all the knowledge is hidden. Yes. Um, we know you have a book, so I'm going to let you uh, announce that book at the end when I jump off the screen here. Oh, yeah. But before I do, I need to know, what is a book that you suggest entrepreneurs or people looking to pivot into the entre- entrepreneurial world uh, from oh. a corporate nine to five? What book do you suggest they read? Okay. So the one I just finished reading is called, <laughs> can we swear on this podcast? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. As long as it's not the C word. Oh, no. We're allowed no, I probably wouldn't read the book if it was titled Had that. that. <laughs> <laughs> the title is the C where you're like, yeah, uh, not no, in my life. No. Um, the book is called Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. And she is a financial coach, women's empowerment coach. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I found out about her through a little article on E! News Online about her, someone purchasing Kyle Richard's house or something. She was like one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And I was like, just reading this article and this woman bought it. And I was like, who is this woman? She's a no name to me. And she just purchased this over $6 million abode in Beverly Hills. And I started looking and I was like, girl, my goodness get it. (laughs) So I started doing more research and she has like a bunch of digital courses and she just built this entire brand from absolutely nothing. She was in school. I think she was getting her doctorate and she just was like, no, no, this is what I'm going to do. And she basically talks about manifesting money and how to create a life for yourself where people 
you your energy attracts people into your school. So it's basically a law of attraction, a law of attraction type book um, with money. And but it's changing. It's about changing your mindset where instead of thinking, you know, if somebody's not paying their invoice or something like that, instead of thinking, gosh, I'm never going to pay this or, you know, what do I have to do to go and get this money from them? It's about using your energy to say, people want to pay me. People want my services. People want more of me. People want me to help them. And just changing that mindset into people wanting you and needing you instead of taking that imposter syndrome that we all have when we start and letting it overtake you. So it's, it's basically, yeah, it's manifesting that confidence in general, like just getting that. Yeah. It's manifesting that confidence that you need to be an entrepreneur and be successful. I love it. I'm definitely going to be uh, checking out that book as soon as we're done here, throwing <laughs> it into my Amazon wish list and, uh, with the other 50,000 books I have to read. Yes. That's what Kindle's for. Exactly. Um, it's the best best thing invented. Um, now I'm going to jump off the screen here. Uh, yeah. As a thank you for being an amazing guest and taking time oh. out of your busy schedule, I'm going to allow you to uh, promote yourself. Tell us where we can find you, how we can connect with you and how we can get uh, get you to get be hired. Yes. So the floor is yours. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm super excited to do this. I am, like I said, Mel Tice. I am a video editor. My company is called Enticing Media, and I also do videography as well as photography for commercial um, brands, I should say. And I am also a best-selling author. I wrote a book called Curvature of the Career, uh, and it is available on Amazon. It went to number one in women in business within the first 24 hours. Uh, I am also a podcast host. I am host of What the Nell podcast, where we talk about business, life, everything in between, and just try to kind of figure out what the Nell is going on here <laughs> with whatever the topic is that day. So I am also a coach and I just launched my website recently, uh, Um Hit me up there, contact me. I am open to anything. If you have questions, you know, if you just want to chat about anything, I email me. I'm, I'm here. And I label myself as a symmetry coach because I really enjoy helping people find balance uh, between work, life, and all of that. Because I myself have struggled with letting one take over the other at some point in my life. And you need to find that balance. It's important to do that. Uh, I'm also super into yoga and meditation, which I will infuse my coaching programs with. Um, so, and I also focus on healthy eating and just a healthy mindset. So I think that's extremely beneficial to all of us. So that's who I am in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm as you were talking, I'm over on your website, just peeking more. Cause I did take a look at it when, before we started, but I love it. And I, I love all the different, uh, parts of it and, oh, 
I'm oh, really you. excited about your blog, reading your blog, getting more into Oh, it. the blog. Yeah, that's I'm just starting that up too. Um, but I also want to mention that we are both at the Slay Your Life nice. event in Las Vegas, uh, December 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are now available. Mm-hmm. Um, there are going to be some really amazing speakers. I, <laughs> I forgot to mention that I was also an international motivational speaker now. <laughs> oh, excuse us. Excuse me. International motivated, motivational, motivational speaker. <laughs> no, Tice. Should have led with that. Probably yeah. have hits. Yeah, but no, I'm very excited for that event because it sounds like it's going to be just full of, I I don't know how you're not going to want to run your head through a brick wall after that event. Oh, no, they're not going to run through a brick wall. Go for it. They're not going to run. They're going to be busting down walls, just kicking those walls down. Yeah. Because we got, no, we got myself. We got Kyle, the two-time best-selling author and Mm -hmm. creator of the Slaymaker Method, which has been used by countless uh, fortune 500 companies yeah. we have jeremy uh we have jeremy right yeah we have jeremy yeah. we have joshua we have so many amazing uh miranda whose birthday miranda. was just she seems i'm scared to meet her i'm not gonna lie she just <laughs> seems like so much energy and i'm like i don't know if i can handle that much energy i know she's one of those people where i'm afraid if she shakes my hand my hand's gonna fall off because she's just or it's like just gonna so... disappear because she's gonna vibrate it so yes. fast Yes. Yeah. Her energy is insane. Insane. I think she should be the middle talker because then like, because people are going to dip and then she comes in and it's just going (laughs) to pop off after her. Yeah. At that point, people are going to be, it's going to be like a, like a Baptist church. People are going to be up dancing. Probably. She's probably going to start a a communion line or something. A conga line. Probably. More likely. Um, but yes, uh, now I want to thank you so much for being an amazing guest, sharing your story with us here in my audience. Um, I know it's, I know it's impacted some people there who are thinking about jumping and they can see how much you've accomplished in such a short period of time from, uh, doing that pivot. So I know they're going to be really enticed to look at your, uh, your, hear you speak in, uh, in December. And of course, to my audience, all the links will be in the show notes down below to either purchase your tickets, get in contact with Nell uh to follow her along or even listen to her podcast so make sure you check out those and support this amazing entrepreneur that we have here on our, our show now oh, can't thank you enough for being here thank you thank you so much for having me i'm so yeah i'm just enthralled with it <laughs> oh, the pleasure is all mine and remember to my audience always always invest in yourself <laughs>